Lisa J here with another episode of No Pink Spandex, and I am joined by Spy. Hello, Spy. Hello, hello. And Brandon. Hey, hey. All right. Look, look at the three amigos. We, we were here. We out here, you know. As we are. You know, Jay's still on the break. If you want to listen to what happened, just listen to previous episodes, whatever. You go listen to that. We don't got time. <laughs> we don't got time. We have to talk about the news. <gasps> the news. And we also have to review not all. We got two comics to review for you guys. We have. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Power Rangers Dragon New Dawn, issue three, which is the final issue of the series. And we have Power Rangers Sins of the Future, the graphic novel, to review. Yes, yes, it is. These next few weeks are going to be, it's just going to be reviews of comics because all the comics are coming out right now, all of them. So we got a double header for you today. But first... Let's get some plugs out the way, because I don't want to get, I don't want to forget people plugging their stuff, because my co-hosts here do wonderful things outside of this podcast. Starting with you, Brandon. Sure. So, me and my podcast, actually, um, we're called Tribunal of the Grid, and uh, we also talk about all things Power Rangers and the actors, and uh, we have some cool little stuff coming out, and we are also doing a giveaway, so check us out. Oh, y'all doing, what y'all giving away? Um, we are giving away three prizes for those people who listen who listen to and subscribe to our podcast. Um, we have not named what those prizes are yet, but they are good. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> we haven't said what they are yet. <laughs> gotcha. But they are good, you know, so definitely listen and, and participate. Okay. Wonderful. Where can people find that again? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. It's... Uh, linktr.ee forward slash tribunal of the grid you will find all of our links our instagram our soundcloud our youtube all the things fabulous uh spy plug your things <laughs> you can find me and my fo- toy photography at instagram.com slash jonathan custis that's jonathan with an h because that's going to be relevant in a little bit yes it is <laughs> <laughs> and you can Follow No Pink Spandex on all the socials. That is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Pink Spandex. If it's No Pink Spandex, it's us, most likely. I mean, you know, if it's some nefarious site that, you know, is into some kinky stuff or whatever, that ain't us. <laughs> if it's about Power Rangers, it's us. <laughs> okay? So you can follow us and all the links there at linktr.ee slash no pink spandex all right let's get to the news but just just do a little 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 tidbit right over the weekend Morphin Neat happened. It was a virtual event run by Renegade Game Studios. These folks are doing uh the tabletop games for Power Rangers and uh, now, I wasn't tuning into everything and everything because I'm not going to lie. I was a little tired. There was a lot of things going on this week and this weekend. It was a lot. However, the main things, there wasn't any new news about the RPG game. There wasn't anything new. They were just like, we're not ready to talk about anything else yet. Writers are writing. So we're not ready to talk about that yet. But I think they said they hope to see 
no, I don't know. I don't think they set a date for um for when that would come out. So no. I'm gonna reserve until I'll have to go back and listen. It's not really that important right now. They'll give us more <laughs> details when we get there. Anyway, however, comma they did have some news about the deck builder game, Ooh. and the with the deck builder. There was a, some info, a little bit of info. So what we have here is the player count two to four. I think I previously mentioned that. So it could be it could be a um, 1v1, 2v2 situation. Um, uh, ages 13 and up, right? You know, got to learn how to read and comprehend. <laughs> and play time 30 to 70 minutes. That's a lie, but I digress. And <laughs> it felt longer, but in a good way. You know what I mean? Like in a good way. And Is um, that the including ev- the, the learning process? Well, I mean, okay, maybe minus the learning process. Maybe oh. minus the learning. Okay. <laughs> so maybe they're accurate. But it depends. I guess it depends on how good your deck is eventually when this grows, right? Right. Uh, at MSRP, $45. Done. Pre-order launch date November eleventh. So, let me tell y'all something. Like with the comics themselves, okay? You have, you have Draken and Sins of the Future already out, okay? Then next week is Mighty Morphin issue one, okay? The following week is <laughs> is is Power Rangers issue one, and now this deck builder game is coming out. Okay, so <laughs> just get y'all monies together, okay? Especially the people who love the comics and love to collect all those covers, because there are so many. Just get <laughs> your coins together, okay? They are coming <sighs> for your pockets. They are, <laughs> at the same time. Well, I mean, it is it is the holiday season, so they are ready to go. This is and, the universe we asked for, too. We wanted yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. We it wanted is. more. It's to be everywhere, and here it is. <laughs> it, it is very true. So, if you want to get notified about the launch, you can sign up at PowerRangersGaming.com slash get dash notified and uh, there'll be a link in the show notes for you to sign up uh to be notified when it is ready to collect your money all right uh i think and then people were asking i think on the twitters they were asking how many cards were in a deck and at one of the let me see at chris columbus 18 funny the he said, from the demo, the base set has 12 decks, six rangers, and six villains. Now, I played the demo, and I didn't remember Jack Squad, so <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. not going to lie. He's probably right. I'll, I'll just, you know, probably right. Um, but... What does it mean to have six rangers and six villains? Like, each one has different cards that would be in that deck? Yeah, I believe that you, because yeah, you can choose, and do not quote me, but <laughs> when I played, it was, I played Scorpina, and then my partner played, was, was uh, Rito, and then, and then the other two were Jason and Billy. So I assume that you would be able to choose which villain or ranger that you want to be, 
mm-hmm. in order to play the game. So all of the decks wouldn't be in play per se, right? So okay. I, I, this is this is me trying to decipher and remember from what I played from eons ago. Uh, so yeah, forty five bucks done, done. And there's a whole pic. There's a picture that was show that shows a little bit more of what the art looks like and the cards and that sort of thing. So done. It is yeah, done. I'm I am getting it. it. Getting it. It seems like a game that I can wrap my head around. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be keeping the the open gaming up on Tabletopia. In fact, let me actually check to see if that is the case let's see here um because it's quite possible that maybe they didn't keep it open and maybe they just kept it open for the weekend but uh but yeah uh because they were running i'm not gonna check that right now it's not (laughs) important uh but um but yeah i mean I mean, if they're gonna be if they're gonna be launching, you know, to collect your money on the eleventh, then you know, oh, and that's what it was. So they're they're gonna be launching it on eleventh of November, and then for for a release of the game, March slash April. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Barring any delays, you know, COVID delays, whatever. Yeah. So March slash April, they're they're they'll be ready to go, right? So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm loving it. But you guys, I know that a lot of you are not here to hear about tabletop gaming. No, no shade. No shade. However, comma, the news. Okay. From last week, I put in the little thing at the front of the episode about when me and Brandon, we were prepping for, uh, oh, wait, I don't know if you know this spy. <laughs> <laughs> so so me and me and brandon we were prepping for the ryan parrot interview right oh, yeah. and if you have me without me <laughs> well you gotta you gotta work right exactly so right. um <laughs> <laughs> so so it was funny because as we were you know i was prepping for we were prepping for the interview and mm-hmm. and they were running late uh for some technical difficulties fine and then I was like, cool, because, you know, we'll have more time to prep. In the midst of prep, that's when the news dropped, oh, bro. Wow. <laughs> live and on the air. <laughs> live on, on the mother bleeping air. air. And it just so happened, because normally I don't normally, like, record our preps and stuff. But I was, you know, I was testing out stuff just to make sure things sound good. And so I was, I did have a backup recording. I was just like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. And so that's the that's the thing that you heard. So that was literal behind the scenes that became in front of the scenes. <laughs> Cuz I'm telling you all this breaking news is like I'm not used to this with Power Rangers, so but people are like what are you guys talking about if you were living under a rock, which is quite possible, no judgment. Rocks are cool. Jonathan Entwistle he was the showrunner of two Netflix shows. One being uh, End of the Effing World. I won't say effing. I don't curse on this show. I just, and in fact, I don't curse in general. So like, it's, it's just like, I don't really curse anyway. Um, and 
Oh man, I just lost the page. Give me a sec. Um, I'm not okay. I'm not okay with this. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So... I only remember this because we just talked about it today on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everything. So this was an exclusive on October 20th from the Hollywood Reporter, written by Boris Kitt. Jonathan at Whistle will shepherd the next series of screen adaptations as Hasbro's E1 arm takes the reins of the superhero franchise. Okay. So, I mean, I read like a bunch of the article on the previous episode. Okay. So that popped up literally. So we did that. We freaked out. We had our interview told Ryan, yo, did you hear about this? Right. Like, you know, whole bunch of behind the scenes talk boop 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 okay cool did the interview and interview i get an email with another press release with a press release rather about it and in that press release it states a lot of the stuff that the the exclusive mentioned however it did state something else a little something else in it, let me see here. Let me find the actual quotes. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. Okay, here we go. And this is after, like, you know, Jonathan Wessel, he's incredible. Whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop de yada yada yada. All this stuff, right? Um, let me let me quote Ant Whistle here um, in a press release from Hasbro. This is an unbelievable opportunity to deliver new Power Rangers to both new and existing generations of awaiting and adoring fans. We'll bring the spirit of analog into the future, harnessing the action and storytelling that made this brand a success. I'm looking forward to working with the teams at E1 and Hasbro. Together we will, we can't wait to share more Power Rangers with the world very soon. Okay. Then the press release goes on to say, quote, in 2018, Hasbro acquired the Power Rangers franchise. Take two. In 2018, Hasbro acquired <laughs> the Power Rangers franchise from Saban Brands, releasing their first products in early 2019. In addition to the new non-kid projects under Entwistle, Power Rangers inspired kid series Beast Morphers is currently in season two. Okay. Barring the whole like Power Rangers inspired kid series, come on, stop it. Stop it. You Brits, you Britos over there, like it's actual Power Rangers. But, you know, let's ignore that for a second. Ahem. In addition to the new quote unquote non kid, non kid. What does it mean? What does it mean? Hmm. Thoughts from the panel. Uh, I mean, we've been asking for a CW-ish drama for a long time, so if that's included a in a time. non-kid property, I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, like, I mean, I'm to be truthfully honest, the comics, if you're gonna, like, if they're gonna do anything like the comics, that's already a non-kid thing anyway. So, I mean, whatever you give us, just as long as it's not, you know, Nickelodeon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit a little bit more background on Entwistle, right? Uh that he the two shows that he showrun were both from comics. 
So he has this... So he is already in that realm of adapting original material and translating that to live action. Interesting. Yes. Yes, sir. So it's not... And then there was another article that came out after this, okay, that... I was just like, ooh, ooh, and you know what? Let's get to it. Let's get to it because it is all one and the same, okay? Mm-hmm. So then on October 22nd, uh, Insider has an interview with Jonathan Entwistle, and I want to say Kim Renfro, okay? Kim Renfro doing the Lord's work has an interview, a 45-minute conversation over the phone. Okay, and the title reads, former Netflix showrunner admits, quote, there's a real frustration, end quote, over cancellations and reflects on behind-the-scenes shifts at the streamer. So, in this article, right, Joe Nathan is going on and spilling the tea about Netflix and what he thinks about Netflix and all those other things. I mean, if, and I'm, I'll put the link in the show notes as well. If you do not do anything else, read this article, okay? Because a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, are we going to get a Netflix show? Well, if there <laughs> was a possibility, I, do, I does not think he would have done this interview. <laughs> Okay. That's true. Yeah, like if, if there were going to be an option, we kind of blew it there. But right, because good point. he went on and on, and it, it, it's some really good nuggets. There's some nuggets in mm-hmm. here about the because his both of his shows were canceled. I think I think he said both of his shows were canceled. Let me see here. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, I I am not okay with this. Was canceled earlier this year after one season. Um, and I don't know about the effing world. I don't know if that has already run its course. Uh, Forgive me. Um, We have here, within this article, where he's talking about where where the interview is asking him about like how can the how the cancellation happened with the show and kind of the nature of Netflix, the culture of Netflix and and he's giving the spiel and you know we could probably go into it later but there's one particular quote that I want to read to you that is pertinent to us. And that is about Power Rangers because that's the kind of show we do over here. Okay? So the interviewer asked, from the fandom standpoint, part of what my piece was trying to get to was how there is an emotional cost of the to these cancellations. And that's referring to an op-ed that the that the uh, that the um, author did um, previously about Netflix and the many different shows that they have and the cancellations and what is the state of Netflix, that sort of thing, right? So that's the that is the that is what they're referring to. It quote it might not be a financial cost to Netflix yet because for all we can see, it's not like people were mass canceling the Netflix subscriptions. But I think it's a longer term effect of how people aren't going to feel as emotionally invested when logging into Netflix and seeing twenty new original shows that month that may that they may not have to that they may have to pick through. Excuse me. 
And then Entwistle says, it's interesting because I am now running the new Power Rangers reboot universe from scratch. So right now I'm mapping out a whole new world of movies and television and animation. I'm very acutely aware of the fandom versus delivering what people expect while still doing something cool and new, but without reinventing the wheels. So these conversations are definitely fascinating from the sense of building fandoms and then destroying them as it pleases. <laughs> so maybe Netflix isn't the option we, we desperately want after all. <laughs> right. That's what it sounds like to me. So, so let's key on animation. <laughs> right. He said it all. He said movies and television and animation specifically. He's laying it all out for us. So. So he literally said he's re- he's rebooting a universe from, from scratch. scratch. So no Mighty Morphin? Is that what we can scratch? <laughs> you know Mighty Morphin is going to be the front runner right? of this. <laughs> like scratch. how I've ne- we've never dealt with a universe where Mighty Morphin wasn't at the front. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. So this right here, because I mean, people are just like, well, animation uh, is it movie animation, TV animation, whatever. It's animation, child. Because and then and then usually when people akin television, they 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 kind of link it to live action. So everybody who's like afraid that Power Rangers is no longer going to have live action per se, I'm gonna just say pump the brakes. This is me, my personal you know, gut feeling, pump the brakes, right? They are not going to take a director, showrunner of live action, live action television and then come over and be like, you know what, just do that animating thing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like then you would get somebody who is akin to the animation world, right? You so... So really, I see, I see Ant Whistle being the oh gosh, who is the guy that runs the Marvel stuff? Oh, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, yeah. akin to him, right? Kind of like the architect of this, and then would pull and see, but you know, but 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 right? There have been other. There have been. I want to say, is it in the press release? Yeah, in the press release, it says Hasbro's Entertainment Studio, E1, Entertainment One, Hasbro's Entertainment Studio announced today that producer and director Jonathan Entwistle has come on board to shepherd new film and television adaptations of Power Rangers. E1 will develop and produce projects with Entwistle set to direct across both formats. Okay? So, homeboy... Is show running and directed? Is he okay. or is it is it run? <laughs> is he show running? Is he directing? Because he said, because in in his article he's like, "Yo, I'm running the new reboot universe." So like, is he like? So maybe he he'll like, step in for like directing duties occasionally. It's I, you know, I man, it is. He's got a full plate. <laughs> but you know, it's not uncommon. You know, a lot of the first like. A lot of showrunners, I'm just going to use TV, for example. A lot of showrunners like Shonda Rhimes, like uh, like a Kenya 
Barris, is that his name? Jesus. The one who does blackish. Jesus. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Barris, yeah. Okay. I think that's Barris, yeah. Yeah, Barris. Yeah. Um, like a um ooh, who was the showrunner for Heroes back in the day? Oh gosh. Ooh. Was that Eric something? Nah, Tim no. Heroes. Tim Sale? showrunner wow i am just throwing stuff at you guys and i tim crane thank you tim crane okay so like (laughs) (laughs) so people like them who were running the shows and writing the shows and would direct certain like in terms of tv certain episodes right Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of that where there's a very there is a there is this presence that a showrunner is very different now than what it used to be 50 years ago, 60 years ago. You know, you have this one person kind of being the visionary and they are hired for a special skill set. And so now a lot of them are like, okay, well, I can run a, I, I'm a writer or I'm a director and I can run a show, you know, like I'm a, I'm, you know, like I'm a cinematographer and I can run it. So like, there's a lot of, and I'm not saying any one of these were actual cinematographers. I'm just throwing that out there where you have people who have multi skill sets in order to run a show and have a vision for a show. And even with the recent news with, with Shonda Rhimes and, and, and Kenya Barra specifically, uh, Shonda Rhimes. I don't know if y'all read the article about Shonda Rhimes and Homegirl. Homegirl left ABC. <laughs> Do you know the reason why Homegirl left ABC? I read the article that you linked to. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. For the people who don't know. dollars ticket. A $154 Disneyland ticket. And ABC lost her over that because over they that. would. She was just like, yo, like, okay, I get free tickets, but like, yo, can you hook up my sister and her nanny? Like, what's up? And they're like, don't you have enough? But okay, it's fine. And I was just, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, I'm acting like I'm Shonda. I made you $2 billion and you can't, you should, you should give me all the tickets. Like, I don't right? understand. All so, the things. I mean, and, and she's, I mean, she runs so many shows, written so many shows for ABC, right? So, like, literally, ABC should be thanking, kissing the ground she walks on. But they lost her, right? So, it's it's a new era. It's a new time where you have these visionaries running these shows. And then with Kevin Feige over at Marvel, visionary. I mean, he didn't like direct and write everything or whatever, but like you have these types of figures. So now we get to the end whistle. And now, and now Hasbro E1 are looking to see, okay, all right, what can we do with this franchise that will put us on the map for this brand that is not just for children and boy am i excited i am excited because a lot of people were freaking out that well if 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 toey and um hasbro are ending their relationship well i'm done with the french i'm done I'm, it's a wrap i'm like 
yo, it's just the beginning. Don't you guys agree? Like, it's just the beginning. I mean, I would hope. I mean, we've ne- it's always been the partnership between whatever the American owner is and Toei. So, you know, it's kind of, it's new and, and nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> it is new and nerve-wracking. And, and, yeah. and that doesn't mean that, like, that, that maybe that um, relationship ends because... Yeah, we don't know, they, for sure. They still want, I would think, that they still would want to create a kids' TV show. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean... That that's kind of the same thing we talked about today. It's on my show. It's, it's I feel like what people are very one track minded when it comes to this whole development with the news and everything, um, because we don't know we don't know that much, and because a lot of people really don't quite understand how like TV and stuff works. It's mm-hmm. like. Just because, like you said, just because, oh, they're planning on, you know, developing this world, that doesn't mean that they're going to take away anything. Just because things are getting developed, that doesn't mean things are going to end. Like, it just means that things are going to change. And not all change is bad change. And it doesn't mean that, you know, Toei is going to go away. It doesn't mean any of this. Because, like you said, they're still going to have to have, they're still going to probably want to have the, the kids show. So that Sentai may be used for that. You know, it, there's always avenues of, of ways that they can keep keep thing, keep giving us things without taking things away. And I just kind of feel like a lot of people just aren't opened to the possibility of the brand actually growing and maturing. And I don't think that people are seeing are seeing what's the what's the term what's the phrase the forest for the trees what's that is that is that the term oh the forest the, before, the forest before the trees right. Something like that. Whatever. Y'all know what I mean. Y'all, it, it, it is... it. You can't just stunt something before it even happens. I think that, again, speculation is great. You know, trying to figure out what's going on is great. It's exciting. It's new. It's, it's, it, it, it's the place to be in speculation land. But to kind of have this gloom and doom attitude... Of like, uh, Power Rangers shouldn't be animation. That's not what Power Rangers is. I'm just like, so you're gonna, so then you, it just seems, okay, put yourself in any other fandom. Put yourself in any other franchise where it has fans, right? A Star Wars or any of the comics franchises, right? If you were to go in there and say, what? Like, you guys want to make a TV show out of this comic? That's not what the franchise is supposed to be. Like it would sound weird. It would sound odd. You are you are the folks who when when the when the television was invented and then you are fans of radio, you're like that's what? not what media is. <laughs> that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Does it that and that doesn't make sense? I think any that just shows how me. how starved we are. We've only had the one format for so long, so like anything new is just like I, I don't understand this. <laughs> right, right. But and like, I mean, also, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, and also too, it's like for the for the fans who are just so like engaged and just oh we ca- we gotta have the Sentai, we gotta have the Sentai. It's like please understand yes the sentai is the is the source footage of where power rangers come from but power rangers is its own separate brand <laughs> like it's its own <laughs> entity you know so if if it decides to change you know it, it it can because it's its own thing 
Like you have to understand that they're two separate things. But nobody's gonna, no one's gonna see. No, they're gonna see. Sen, Super Sentai is Power Rangers. I mean, they're not gonna see anything beyond that. They're not. I mean, even when the movie came out, I mean, granted, the suit's not great. The sword's <laughs> not great. Okay, not the greatest. Not the greatest. <laughs> However, people are basing their their fears on. Maybe they're like, oh, well, this thing tried something new, and look how that turned out. So. <laughs> Well, there were, there were many facets as to why that <laughs> may not have worked out as well as they wanted to, right? To be actually fair, even though I still like the movie, come at me. <laughs> uh, but, but it just seems as if that these people who are fans of Power Rangers are also consumers of other media, of other, of mm-hmm. other TV, film, comics, and they can't seem to place, wrap their mind that, like, wait a minute, it's happening in this franchise. It can happen with Power Rangers as well. Like, I, I don't... And we've said on this show plenty of times, the way in which that they use the footage now and the way in which that they write the show now is not using it to the best of its capi- capabilities. It's not. And I'm not going to stop saying that. However, comma... If the people who are on the show, who are writing for the show, who are crews for the show, and that's the best that they can do within the parameters that they have currently been given, and they need to go outside of it in order to spread and stretch out their creative minds and creative thoughts and everything else and to create something that is not for zygotes, <laughs> then I am here for it. I am here for it. Ex- por ejemplo, uh, Melissa Flora, she was on the show uh, last week and talked about her new project, um, The Unleashed, right? It is, it is akin to Power Rangers Hyperforce, but literally like brand new cast story everything okay and and i say akin to power rangers hyperforce i mean the format right it's an rpg it's it's streaming on twitch yada 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 right i'm i'm talking about that um you know the story is completely different the way in which that they use different the rpg mechanics are completely different etc the way they shoot it etc okay so i went to check out the premiere of that okay oh yeah Okay. There were, I want to say there were 19,000 people tuning in to the premiere of that show. Oh, wow. 19,000. Hyperforce never hit 19,000. Is that right? <laughs> ever. Period. Like we, if we had, I think, I think maybe one time I tuned in, and if we had like three, three thousand, it was like, ooh, it was a good night. You know what I mean? Nineteen thousand, and that's in part because it was a, it's a Twitch original um, program, and Twitch was promoting it and wanted to get it out to the wanted to get out the exclusive to different publications first and like really push it. I I didn't go to Twitch's um front page, but that that's also a mechanism where Twitch can use to put 
the shows on the front page so that people tuning in, they see it first premiering and then they'll click on. So I don't know if that's also a case, but that, that is quite possibly the case. And so, and so after seeing that, and then after seeing what's her name, oh gosh, what is her name? Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ocasio Cortez <laughs> representative. <laughs> she when she went on Twitch, and there were four hundred thousand people watching her play Among Us with a bunch of other like you know Twitch um, celebs or whatever. So I don't. I think. I oh my bad. I think what people need to realize that is outside of Power Rangers is that the audience is vast, it's different, and I'm not saying you have to cater to everybody because then you cater to nobody. However, you're, you're, now, catering, you're now catering with the show towards kids. Okay, let them have that. Cool. So now what? How can we cater towards now this demographic? Let's say, you know, we mentioned C-dubs, right? You know, let's say we want to mention the C-dub crowd, right? How can we cater towards that? Okay, we got animation, you know, uh, animation that can <laughs> go on Nickelodeon. No, what's the <laughs> other one? Cartoon Network. Let's say Cartoon Network because, I mean, go. you know, let's say, right? Adult okay, let's... You know, <laughs> let's get to get an animated spot. Let's let's cater that on, you know, Cartoon Network. Cool. Like what how can we get more eyeballs and more credibility towards Power Rangers so that it's not just the what was one of the talking points? It was like your preschool superhero. Like, who wants to be that? Yeah. It's like your gateway to superheroes. Like, no, I, we don't like, no, like, I don't want to be a gateway drug for other stuff so that they can move on. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, who wants to be a gateway drug? Just just be the whole drug. <laughs> exactly. All right. I want y'all hooked on this for the rest of your life. So uh, I think I, people need to kind of think outside the box as to the possibilities of what may happen. And look, I'm not saying that sky's the limit because it ain't. <laughs> However, it, I mean, this, I mean, this news, I'm the most excited about this news than any news that we have recently gotten. I am. I am. This is because at some point I was just like, well, do I commit myself to watching Dino Fury when I when nine times out of ten you know what you're gonna get. No right. shade towards um, Simon Bennett, wonderful man. No shade towards the crew that work. On, no shade, honestly. I just don't. I, I I can't. I don't know if I could do another year of like the same. I, I I don't know. I don't know. So, but now with this news, okay. Once we get that stuff going, I could be like, all right, let me leave the kid stuff to the kid stuff and we can review the premiere. We can review the the, the finale of that and there then move on. You know? <laughs> the premiere and the finale. That's it. That's it. Because, and that's the thing too, is like a lot of these other franchises, like with Star Wars and, they don't cover everything under the sun. There's so much right. to cover. 
that they pick their niche or they pick like you know the good stuff or like if they want to be you know a little trolly they pick the bad stuff be like boy <laughs> what are you doing you know what I'm saying so like they be able to pick and choose and now we're getting up to the point where which I'm glad this is this is a good complaint where there's so much that's going on with the franchise there's so much that they are trying to build and create not only a lore but a universe where I'm just like this is exciting and I don't have to cover everything. <laughs> and plus, hard. with the with the the more grown up shows, maybe it's only going to be like a thirteen episode series. It's not going to be, you know, twenty 40, episodes over two years. Forty four slog <laughs> of like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, or maybe it is a forty four slog, but of awesome. You never or, know. <laughs> you never know. Or like, you know, just like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, ooh, the possibilities. They'd be right? endless, sort of, kind of, because, you know, money, right? Like, you don't have infinite <laughs> money. You don't. Right, you don't. right, right. And just because it's in development doesn't mean it will actually air, so we never know what's going to actually hit. <laughs> and we, and and giving with COVID and everything, mm-hmm. depending on how long that this runs, I mean, you'd be don't know. But I, I believe, I truly believe, well, here's, and here's the thing with, um from Melissa's interview with us, with us, yeah, from to, if they wanted to do a movie the turnaround of making said movie does not take long it does not take long now it might take a little longer when you're trying to match up uh merchandising like any toys or whatever but it really does not take long cuz i and i was shocked with that i mean i mean i guess you know just coming from the power ranger side right it did not take long for that 20 17 movie wow it's been so long yeah, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that 2017 movie to, to, to turn around from announcement to getting writers to cast to shooting to this is a date you know it doesn't take long so cool uh so so i'm excited oh my gosh i cannot wait i cannot wait to see and and um, you know, Ant Whistle, he's still getting coin. You know what I'm saying? You know, something gets canceled over here, he get picked up by another by another <laughs> studio. He I, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I think. And then, and then here's the other thing I want to say about the Netflix, which a lot of people, I mean, including us, we were just like, yo, yo, get like a Netflix special. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he in this same article from Insider. Like he was going into somewhat detail about how they do their, how they how he collects the um, the analytics from his shows and and what he doesn't have access to and what he does have access to. You know the costs for things like for one of his shows. Let me see here. Yeah, I I am not okay with this. He said that it was about fifty million in total to produce, and which is quite on the lower side of budgets for a television show. I think their, I think their show ran for like what eight episodes or something like that. So, so he, you know, so like something like that where you're able to create something on a lower budget. <laughs> <laughs> was also oh like ding 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 oh hey guy you like to you like to create magic about 
about teenagers <laughs> with little money. This is your universe. <laughs> welcome home, child. Yes, welcome home. Oh my gosh. So, okay. And then, of course, it's not indicative of I me. Mean, again, I can't even say it's not indicative because we don't even know what we it's going to create. Yep. <laughs> it's just so nice. It's just so nice to not know things. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but like, it's nice to be surprised. That's for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's nice to know that they do actually have plans, bigger plans than just the show and a toy line for this franchise. I think that's what it is for me too. Um, and it kind of also goes back to the mystery of what's next, because I feel like with the show currently, even, even I feel like when I started to know, know and learn about super Sentai, for me, that's when the show kind of lost its appeal as far as like, ooh, what's coming next? Because if I already knew what was what was coming, what was in Japan before, the year before, I knew what we were getting, getting the following year. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like now having that mystery of like, ooh, what's coming next? Or what are they going to do next? I, I kind of have, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm kind of like thrilled to figure out like, or find out like, you know, what's coming next or what are they going to do? Yeah, what's their look going to be like? Are they going to have zords? What are the monsters right. like? Are they going to have foam rubber or are they going to be CGI? <laughs> right. Are we going to have like a design like the suits like Spider-Man or are we going to do like the armor? Like what are we going to do? Like how are we going to do this? I mean, even with the Sentai when they were skipping around, I mean, Beast Morphers was a surprise. Like I, mm-hmm. we didn't know oh, yeah, if they sure. were going to go back. And, um, and ooh, Real Soldier was a little bit of a surprise like we were like oh okay they have a little bit of a choice right we we know that there's certain franchises that they're not choosing uh, <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so Hello. are you dismissing my tokyo is, is is that what we're doing yeah exactly <laughs> what i'm doing yeah maybe jonathan netwistle is like mm, that's the one we're moving that to the right, front of my universe right. <laughs> don't even <laughs> Do not even. Tokyo for the win. Don't don't even do that. Don't even don't don't even speak that into existence. That is that is oh ew. I will mute y'all right now. Like I'm oh, not doing this. You know? Um what was the other one that wasn't made? Um uh Jewoger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, and, uh, Ranger, that was the one that we thought well, for Q, sure. Yeah, Q Ranger was like, oh, that's the shoe. Win. Like, no, because that's what, like, because Bandai Greg, when Bandai Greg was Bandai Greg, <laughs> had the had the conversations with Toei about like, oh, okay, well, you know, let's uh, have a little collaboration about these toys and what you know, da 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 da, whatever. Like, we, I, so I'm I'm not crazy. Like, that's those were conversations, and then it wasn't picked. It wasn't picked. It was not chosen. I think it's more of like there's like five billion ranges and they don't want to do yeah. that. <laughs> it was a I big cat. You know? It was just like Dino Charge, we did this already. We're done. <laughs> We're not doing this again in a very long time. So so there is a little bit of a surprise because there are more Sentai seasons to choose from but i yes i i understand like y- you still saw it already like it's even even if they chose one over the other 
if you saw it already, then you then you kind of know what's coming up, right? So I, I feel you on that. And man, I just, all I know is that there was just a lot of people shooting their shot to Ant Whistle, including Matt Austin oh, shooting yeah? his shot. Yes, he was shooting his shot on the Twitters. Yes. What? What was he saying? Uh, let me see if I can find it. For... Ah, so he quoted one of oh, like he quoted like a like uh, like a thunderbolt um, tweet from Entwistle, and then and then Matt Austin linked him a YouTube situation <laughs> that <was> real. is <laughs> that he literally is just like it just it's from Austin Powers. Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Well, it would be nice if you got a job there. Like, I would love... To, there are certain people I would love to see either be involved in the behind-the-scenes writing, producing, whatever. Cool. However, I, I do have to say this as the resident Black woman on this panel. Okay. Uh, what I would like to see are people of color, especially women, who are behind the scenes of these creative works and not just, oh yeah, look, we have people of color working in in public relations and in marketing. Like, no, no, that's nice. Thank you. But that's not... Look, we have people of color... They're designing the graphics. Great. That's nice. How people of color, uh, look, they make up the uh hair and makeup. Like again, honestly, more hair on the, than the makeup. You I was need gonna more say, pins. yeah, we do need more of that. Yeah. <laughs> However, wow. I I want to see I want to see black women writers i want to see asian women writers i want to see hispanic women writers or latinx you know so you know because hispanic okay yeah latinx women writers i want to see indigenous women write i that's what i personally want to see behind the scenes when we're talking about creating these new projects for Power Rangers, this new universe. And I think that is entirely important because many of the showrunners, directors, all of them, in terms of drink, in terms of (laughs) uh, having... (laughs) having somebody running the show has always been a man. Okay? That is true. That is true. With the exception of Dino Thunder, where it was Doug Sloan and Ann Knapp, now Ann Austin, or now she's Ann Knapp, you know, so many names. See, this is why we women, if we get married or whatever, like, you know, we had that choice to choose whatever name we want. But anyway, yes. With that exception, okay. So yes, have there been women producers on the show? Absolutely. Have there been, and again, no shade towards 
the women producers that were on the show, like, uh, and, and writers on the show, like Jackie Marchand, like, um, now Becca Barnes, now, um, let me see, any, uh, oh, <laughs> Cheryl Saban, low key. True. Okay. True. No shade towards them. And you know me, especially, I love me some Jackie, y'all. Love me some Jackie. However, comma, okay. Uh, and then Melissa Flores didn't write she was a producer. So I'm just talking about writers at the moment. But having people, women of color, writing for these shows is imperative to having a more enriching environment and an enriching experience, especially when you're talking about diversity, when you're talking about Power Rangers, okay? Like, it's just, it's, it's something, it's missing. It's entirely missing. And, and now this is the perfect time, Jonathan Entwistle, if you're listening to this little podcast here, this is the perfect time to make sure that is essential to what you're creating. Period. Full stop. Full stop. I'll get off my soap, soapbox now. I will. I'll get off my soapbox. Be sure to link him to your reel. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just so apparent. Like there have, I have, there, I don't, I cannot remember. And please correct me if I'm wrong. And I, you know, there have been women writers on the show on mm-hmm. Power Rangers. There have been. Don't know if any of them were black or Hispanic or Asian. Don't yeah, know. Don't know. So we need to we need to fix that. We need to fix that. And you know, I've been going and and, and don't worry, we'll move on to the reviews in a second. Because <laughs> I could literally talk about this forever. But I, I was just going on and reviewing in my head. You know, a lot of a lot of times men do have these opportunities to be go out there and work as production assistants or work as writers or like have that ability to do that craft that may not pay as much in the beginning, may be able to sleep on a friend's couch or whatever, because, and I'm not putting this on it, everybody, but a lot of the times they're able to do that because they don't have families to go and support or they don't have to go and, take care of older parents or you know, you know that they don't they don't have those responsibilities early on in their lives and a lot of times it is the women who are like oh you're you have to now you have to take care of your parents now you're that you're the, you're the person who's responsible for that oh you're not you didn't have children yet you don't have children why don't you have children Oh, wait a minute. You're not married? How come you're not married? What's up with you? Why don't you marry? You should go get married and have children and then take care of those people. Be out of the workforce for years. Then try to find yourself again. And then, oh, okay, let me go and like fulfill my dreams as being a writer. But I mean, writing ain't going to pay the bills, depending on where you grew up in time. All that to say is that that is just a small factor of what people don't see where there aren't a lot of women who are behind the scenes and in these writer rooms or in now it's changing. Now it's, 
you're especially with animation oh you are seeing a lot of women writers in animation um in these writer rooms but again animation money ain't same as live action money (laughs) okay so that's a whole nother talk for another day however i i i feel like you know a lot of women do don't did not have that privilege and now this goes beyond white or black or whatever but a lot of women don't have that privilege of saying yo i'm gonna go crash on a like my friend's couch and just write and 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 work on my craft and and then somebody and then like work a two-bit job and then and then hopefully i'll able to talk to this person to like work up the ladder in production or in entertainment like don't we don't have like and this is just me speaking from personal experience (laughs) oh yeah okay now i mean i don't have no children or whatever so i don't i don't have that part but like i didn't have that luxury Okay, when I when I got out of college, it was the Great Recession. I didn't have that. I didn't have that option, right? I had to work somewhere quickly in order to make some money, and then, and then I was fortunate enough, you know, to like where I worked. I was just like it was like a part time job, but then it became full-time hours and then when it wasn't full-time hours i was able to travel around different conventions and make money that way like i just had to make a live i had to make money i didn't Mm have i didn't have an option to be like let me you know work on my crafts like you know like there might have been pockets for that but like i gotta eat (laughs) you know what i'm saying so just for personal experience and i know i'm not the only one Mm-hmm. I think that there now that there, especially with COVID, there have been a lot of avenues and a lot of uh, different um, initiatives to to get more women and more people of color to write and write for different things and a lot of these callouts. But like, which is nice, which is great, and I'm, I'm thankful. But there is still that gap where like you just have a whole bunch of white men running a bunch of stuff, you know? So all that to say, uh, um, I am excited that this does not take me away from the excitement. That is the new power Rangers reboot universe or whatever it is. Does not take away from that excitement. However, common in the back of my mind, I'm just like, and whistle though. <laughs> Do right by the people. of color. That's right. This is the new, it's a new era right now. You're building it as we speak. This is the perfect time perfect time you know and 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 to be truthful and i and i get this so many times when you talk to different um producers and stuff Hmm. it really is who they know and so if they only know white people then they're gonna get more white people right like it's just it's just it's, it's literally who they know and you know something like this like his job it might have been I don't know. Like, I don't know the hiring process for that. I have no idea. But, like, if they're like, okay, I need some writers. It's just like, oh, yeah, I know this guy who he has worked on this and this and this. He'll be great. And then since I know him and since we know that we can, you know, gel and da-da-da-da-da, they don't want to normally... And this is no knock towards, like, just white folk. I mean, just people in general. You normally want to work with people you know because yep. you know it's going to be 
you know what their work ethic is going to be. Yeah, you can in there with your Easier to work with. It's going to be easier to bounce off stuff. It's not going to be contentious. You don't feel like uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> so so like I but if you hire if you start hiring the black folk, the Asian folk. <laughs> The Latinx folk, the indigenous folk, then those people, they know more of them <laughs> who are talented. And then they will start bringing them on. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just giving, I'm just giving some word of advice. I'm just saying, Jonathan and Whistle, listen to this episode. I'm going to tell you something because I ain't crazy. I know what I was talking about. We know this fandom very well. You get to know us. Get to know us. And by us, I mean no pink spandex. Us. Us. Here, us. <laughs> I like it. I'm on board with it. <laughs> Be specific. Be very specific. Us. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I think I could, I literally, I could talk about this until the end of time. But let's move on. We're going to move on to other things in this show. But first... It is the holiday season and it is going to be crazy, especially when a lot of shipping is affected by the coronavirus. So instead of having to go out to stores and risking your lives, nobody wants to do that. Why don't you start now, okay, thinking about shopping on Amazon? Yes. So we just have a little associate link that you that I would like for you to bookmark. That is nop.ink slash Amazon. If you bookmark that, and if you browse and you buy stuff, almost anything that you buy helps us produce this show more consistently, better quality. I hope that you are enjoying the quality of this very show. I hope that you're enjoying the extra specials that we've been doing for this very show. That type of support really does help this show thrive and grow and give you the best content known to man. So that link again is nop.ink slash Amazon if you bookmark it. Go shop within 24 hours. Then we will get a little change from your purchases. And especially when we got the holiday season coming up. Come on now. Don't be last minute Larry. Don't do it. Okay? Don't be last minute Letitia. Don't do it. Make sure that you get them things. Some Like, let me see. What did I just buy from Amazon? Because I literally shop there every day. It's so sad. <laughs> Um, I bought, oh no, I bought some stuff from mom. Like mom asked for some things on Amazon. I'm just like, are you sure though? Do you really need these? I'm like, are you sure? But I did it for mother. Okay. So I went in there, I searched for whatever she needed and I searched for, you know, the cheapest one. Cause child, she was asking for the name brand. I was just like, we can't do name brand. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we can't do the name brand. That's I mean, your mother. <laughs> listen she gets name brand other stuff all right there are certain things we're just like all right this is the same material literally the same and they just slapped another name on it okay so and that's the other thing about amazon there's so many 
There's so many options, dude. There are so many options. So just make sure that you do your due diligence. Go there, shop, look at the ratings. Make sure that the ratings aren't, or the reviews aren't like, you know, there are some paid reviews, right? Oh, I got this product for free in, you know, in lieu, not in lieu, but um, uh, for me, like doing a review on it or whatever. Just make sure that you do your due diligence and making sure that, you know, and if you don't like it, return policy all right now if you do use our link and then you do buy the stuff and you do return it but just just buy something else right so that we still get that money <laughs> we still get that credit okay nop.ink slash amazon bookmark that link today all right let's talk about draken new dawn issue three let's talk about that okay all right <sighs> Okay, so overall thoughts. Definitely the favorite one of the of the two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll agree with that. Definitely the best one of the two. Um, even though, even though there was a piece of the comic, I kind of had to do a list side. Because I was like, oh, this is becoming a therapy session. And and I had therapy yesterday. I don't feel I went to another session today. Um, So, yeah, I mean, overall, I I really did enjoy this issue. I really did. Did you feel the therapy session as well, Spy? Uh, Not as much, no. I mean, I knew that, you know, this was the issue where everybody had to come together and solve the problem. So... I was expecting that, but I didn't feel like it was therapy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that one part where Kim had to break it down. Wait, okay, so let me just be, be, let me just preface by saying, okay, because I have been I've not been great at saying this before we start reviewing. These are all spoiler reviews. Spoiler, all of them. We don't tiptoe because I can't. I personally can't. I need to delve into. So, just if you have not read the comics. Please do that. Come back, listen to our review. Okay, continue, Brandon. Oh, no, I was just saying that um, that one part where Kim is, like, breaking it all down to Jason after she basically just kind of have that kumbaya moment with him and just like, it's okay, Jason. We've all been through things, man. It's all right. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I feel you. Just bring out, out the little red couch. <laughs> just bring it out. Give him his chamomile tea. Yo, just 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 kind of just kind of uh, bring out the red table, bring out Jada. They're like, oh, <laughs> what you Solve did to me? <laughs> okay, with your entanglements, you know. Like, I get it. I get it. Um. So the we this issue, we get up to the point where. We literally are like where we left off from issue number two, where Jason decides that he is going to go for his power coin and in turn, it deactivates all the other sentries and the coinless or whomever. I don't think it's a coin. I think it was just just the sentries. Yeah. To to demorph them and left them powerless right when they were about to take down Eclipta. Right at that moment. 
So we get up to the part where you have Jason doing what he did, right? And all the other rangers and Scorpino find out like, oh, so it was you. It was you. Okay. And and then they're not too pleased. And then Jason has the nerve, the audacity, the gall to say, well, like, cause like, I think like he, cause he got the um, Zach and Trini's power coins and handed it to him and was like, yo, here, all right, here's your power coins. We need to bring back the power rangers. This is what we need to do. Okay. Come with me. And both of them were like, nah, be like, no, like. It's not like it used to be before. Like, we can't do it or whatever. And he mad. He's like, oh, well, if see, if I had all the coins, then I would be able to save the world. And Kim's like, so you know who you sound like, right? You know who you sound mm-hmm. like, right? You dragging it up right now, right? So. Don't you he, call me that? <laughs> so, yeah, he, he, gets a little, he gets a little stunned by that. Because I guess that's like everybody's... <laughs> That's a, like everybody's trump card is like, oh, so you dragging? Like, no, no, don't say that about me. I'm not like that. I'm better than him. I'm better. I'm never like him. But you kind of are. You're kind of acting like it. Maybe it's just dragging in the other direction. Maybe things will be so good under Jason's leadership. We don't girl, know. <laughs> Give him the chance. Goodbye. <laughs> Well, I mean, Kim kind of shortened that with her with her red table talk moment. So I mean, that, that's done. That's done. Sure did, sure did. Because like Scorpina had the right response. Oh, so this is the brother that 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 messed up everybody else. Let me at him. Because I would have been like, I would have, uh, I would have been like, yo, I get my fist on this face, right? Um, but yeah, I think that with Kimberly having her little chit chat or whatever i mean yes she is the one that is going to understand the most and understand how it feels to fight against what you thought was right okay uh i mean because like she was under a spell and then you know so like she's always trying to fight against what she did and now jason feeling the weight of the choices that he has made whether it was his fault or not, the choices that he has made, he's just like, oh my gosh, I just want to make it right. I'll do whatever it takes. Oh my gosh, maybe if I got all the, ooh, all the coins, ooh, what am I, ooh, track, ooh, dragon, ooh, stop, stop <laughs> talking. Then, so that's where, that's where people, and I'm not saying to feel sorry for dragon or to feel sympathy for dragon, but that's where the slippery slope can start when you are thinking that you're doing what's right. I will mm-hmm. say this. I felt like up and like in that moment, I get what they were trying to go to and where they were trying to go. However, I just felt it was a little too heavy handed, like as if they wanted that moment of him feeling like he was becoming Draken. I'm just like, don't, it's a little much for me. It's a little much. I felt like, I felt like it was jason being a little bit out of character and i'm like i don't I believe this i don't believe he was i don't believe he would say that i don't believe he was just like let me get all that co-. like i don't i don't i don't i think he i don't i don't know like i i was i was here for you know 
grisly Jason in issue two, and he's just, you know, kind of going against the grain a little bit. But like this up here, it was a little too melodramatic for me. That's the word. It was a little bit too mm. much. So I would agree with that. So I think I think the the limit of the plan should have been I'm getting the band back together and they didn't want to and that should have been the disappointment maybe. Yes. Right. Right. And leave it at that. Not like I'm gonna get all the coins. Girl, I need to stop. rule everybody. Anybody Girl, who has the power coin. Yeah. Like stop it. Right. <laughs> so. So fence to five is just like hey listen uh kind of not a situation over here y'all all you know entangling up and stop it stop it because the clip to his grown and kim now has a new plan to get the band back together in a different way okay um <laughs> i'm sorry but these suits that these new suits that they form by using all of their power coins together are they are the hideous. most eyesore-ish that they have ever created. <laughs> Boom Studios is going so far downhill. <laughs> I this is the ugliest thing <laughs> that I have ever seen for suits and and i'm including pink (laughs) (laughs) they made pink look amazing (laughs) they made pink look streamlined even with the hoodies even with the hoodies the hoodie was nice (laughs) this right here was an an abomination like this right i i get the sentiment right they they were they gather. They think they're like the co- not the coin list, but the sentries. One of them were trying to build um, a new black dragon sword, and they use the cannon from that in order to make a new diffuser, so that they can meld all of the power coins together and then spread the powers tapped into the morphing grid to give it to everybody, coinless and um, and the sentries, right? So that everybody has the power. Instead of just diluting the power for a few people, so I just looks pretty it, diluted. It, but so yeah. like, I guess the notion was that the cannon was at its limit already, and mm-hmm. if it if it overheats, uh, it'll explode, and then the coins will be permanently gone. And so I guess that's what it is showing that hey it's not gonna make pretty suits because it's at this limit you're gonna get what you're gonna get and this is what they oh my gosh it's <laughs> so bad it is i see so what bad. they're going for because they've got the red they got the yellow the black and the pink so i see that this looks supposed to be like the the unified powers but they're so gross <laughs> they're so gross <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i hope that this never is a toy i hope that they don't ever think that this will be anything oh my gosh and then like you have um you have jason with his previous suit on why is it why does it look like why doesn't it look like the red range i I don't under i don't understand i don't understand the designs that they were going for in this i don't Poor Kim, she is just devolving with every step. (laughs) (laughs) 
But no, the I feel like the worst offender is this Trini one though, because what are these little fangs coming over the <laughs> coming over the face? And that like, looks like a bug, <laughs> right? Like, this it, looks disgusting. I, it's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. I just you know I don't want to belabor it. I don't want to belabor it. I want to. I want to um, let me see who illustrated this. Simone Ragazzoni. Um, I think that you're a talented person. I think that you have come up with some wonderful panels and designs in this overall series. Uh, they did you wrong. Uh, they they set you up. They um, <laughs> yes, they did. They. They did this to you. I'm not even gonna blame you. I'm not even even if you even if the low key you made up these suits in your head. I'm not even gonna blame you. They set you up, boo. I'm not gonna. It's so like this is not this is not towards you at all. This is this is this is horrendous. So, but everybody has a new suits, including the Finster Five. He has a suit too, and they are called the Shattered. Altogether, they are called the Shattered. And uh yeah. And they look it. They <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, it's bad. Anyway, but look, they fight and, and honestly I like the fight. I like the how they how they came together and how they even when you didn't think that they had a chance and the way in which that they had the said chance and the way in which they de- defeated Eclipta. Uh, I, I I like it. I really do like it. I like it because they they're not using Zors. There's that little panel right there where like all these little people are running up her giant arm. <laughs> yeah, I mean they did use a sword, the Zord now. Like remember, uh, oh, the, Jason. Uh, the Zord. Yeah. The Zerd. The Zerd. No. No. The Zerd. <laughs> Zerd. <laughs> I'm like. Yo, Jason, I that was like one point when I was like, I agree with you, Jason. No, don't no, no, Finster, no, we're not using no, we're not saying that. No. We're not Zerd. I'm like, I can't. Zerd. Cannot. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really I the the fight in this and the way in which they did it, I love it. I really enjoy it. Um but of course the diffuser is at its capacity and so they all Uh-oh. have to lose their powers and a click the things like oh well this is my time to shine right you may have brought me down back to your eye level but <laughs> y'all don't got no powers so what y'all gonna do right so she literally turns to the other folk right not the the rangers the other folk being like okay so you guys have a choice now <laughs> Okay, what you going? Who you going to choose? And here, here come Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to save the day. Here comes. At first, honestly, I read it as like, oh, he still wants everybody to get Kim, right? Like to go after her. But like, oh, and then they started being up a clip. I'm like, oh, okay. He came around. <laughs> whoops um but man they try to they oh they try to make brett happen Ooh, brett how dare you brett. 
I'm looking forward to your comic series next year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Soul of the bread. Oh Lord. Yeah, I mean sins of the bread. That's really what it is. <laughs> the shattering of bread. <laughs> Gosh, okay, but yeah, no, they all came together and beat the beat the brakes off of Eclipto. They were just like, "Look, listen, you don't got that much power now. It's a lot of us and just one of you." So anyway, but yeah, um, you know, so it ends. You know, you see the last pages having Kim's little voiceover, a little introspective. All is well with the world. We don't may not have our powers, but we are together here and coming together. Everything is one accord. Things are looking up. The future is bright. But then that last page, though. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I was angry. I was like, really? Is this what we're doing? Ugh. Yep. The last page. I'll read it to the people. It says, Tell me, Andros, has Ecliptus succeeded? Right? And this is one of these these word bubbles that are like, are drawn to like, represent evil okay so then you have andros saying no my lord she has failed you for the last time but no more andros will make you proud dark specter now i don't know about you but what part of that looks like andros that looks like a black man That looks like a black man. I don't know what part of that is Andros. Please explain to me which part of this is Andros. Maybe that that blonde streak on the side of his head. I was literally going to say that. It's the blonde streak. I mean, I just, but like the features, the every, like how. Yeah, like he is so square jawed. He is so top heavy. (laughs) The lighting is, is so drastic where it makes him look like a black man i don't i I, I literally it was just like who's this black like what's tj doing here like i literally (laughs) did not know what was going on i swear he was giving me wesley snipes from demolition man facts (laughs) facts i mean it could be tj because he's got a little spiral staff on there but at the end it's got a little bit of an axe too so maybe maybe dark specter got his um calm lines mixed up (laughs) <laughs> uh, it doesn't make any sense to me and honestly no. and honestly i'm just like so we're doing this again so like no. we're doing like we're doing this again we're like oh look somebody who was supposed to be good is now evil like really i just want to remind the writers that the andros that we met in the series is a post-apocalyptic andros Already, <laughs> yeah. Already, like, he wasn't like thrust into despair or anything. He didn't like choose to be evil. He said, "I'm gonna fly around in my spaceship with my buddy and find my sister." But now this is a different timeline, so they're thinking <laughs> like, "Well, let's throw that out of the window, out of the airlock, and uh, deal with this now." I'm just like, I'm. Uh... 
and he's coming down he's crashing down on a planet from a comet just like draken was at the end of mighty morphin mm. okay we're done with this i'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> but i will me. say though what's that Oh no! I was gonna say, like, I know Jer. Um, last, I think last time when Jer was on, we were talking about the comics. He was saying that um, there's a chance that Adam may come back. No, Adam is gone. He's gone. <laughs> He's dead. I think that was me. Oh, that was you. Okay. I think that was me having hope. No, and then no. and then the rest of y'all saying no he's gone he's, he's obliterated gone. he's not coming back he's, <laughs> he's gone dead. he's dead and i'm like listen nobody ever dies in comics so i'm That's still right, right. <laughs> i'm still right with no. the great power all things are possible <sighs> just as i didn't need I, it i didn't need this last page i really didn't yeah really it could have ended like we we solved yeah, our problem we're gonna rebuild our society the end we don't need that's it cool i would like to revisit this 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 um era again it's cool like it was interesting to me this is a good ride and then you're gonna be like giving me this cliffhanger that nobody needed i'm good i'm totally good i'm totally good on that so anyway we reject it <laughs> it's just and the thing is this three this this arc was pretty good i overall i yeah, i really en- i i did yeah. enjoy it and i feel like i mean you guys said this is the better of the three um i mean well this was the better of the two that we're reviewing today yes I stand corrected. <laughs> My bad. Um, but as for the, I think that this last page, and I know this is a, I know that this is a an industry where you want to sell comics and you want to tease and you want to get you want to pique the interest of the reader so that they're like, oh my gosh, this can't end. We want to get to the next thing. But in this instance, this last page was not necessary for me, and it actually brought it down a little bit for me. It did. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no interest. I have zero interest about this. About Black Andros. I don't... Like, <laughs> Y'all had a speech about diversity just a couple minutes ago, and now yeah. you're rejecting it? No. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is not the kind of diversity that we want. <laughs> I I am not one of those people but like Superman has to be black and Batman and whatever. I'm like, I'm not one of those people, right? They don't necessarily have to be black. I would just like new black characters to be superheroes. That'd be great. So herein lies an example. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So let's move on to the meat and potatoes. It is. Okay. Is We're it? going to get. To, it is. <laughs> because it's literally like 5 billion pages longer. Okay. Um, well, this is true. Power Rangers, Sins of the Future. And Accurate. I hope, and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that I'm saying it correctly because I'm always mixing up the names of this, uh, of this thing. Um, 
Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Oh, snap. Get out of here. Okay, cool. Okay, so, um, I was trying to get to the beginning of this situation. Come on, help me out here. Here we go. Boom. All right. So, we have writer Matthew Ehrman. Okay, artist Giuseppe Caffaro. And colorist Francesco Segala. Okay. Plus a whole bunch of people from the uh, boom uh, doing the thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. So. We have... I'm, go- I'm, I'm going to preface that by saying this. I am. I have said on this show that I loathe stories that solve their problems with time travel. I go on record by saying that I hate that that's a solution. And knowing that that's the premise of this comic, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Maybe, Lisa, you're overreacting. Maybe you just don't understand. Maybe there's a different way of telling the time travel story without it being the resolution you know without it being what you think normal time travel stories end up being anyway and i'm like you know what let me and especially i like time force and we always say it that the show in itself never really time traveled so Mm -hmm. it would be nice to see the time traveling in the in the graphic novel so please expand on that please like go deep into that so i knew what i was getting myself into and i thought that i was going in with an open mind and an open heart and then i that read out for you <laughs> and and there are two and i'm not gonna go beat by beat because it is long okay but there are two points of contention that I have with this graphic novel. I know that people are like, we want, we want um, Wes and Jen to what we want a conclusion to their romance. We want them, we want to see them kiss. We want to do that. And I'm like, okay, Yes, at the time, that's what I wanted when I was watching the show when I was younger. And then not having some type of resolution when they had the team up. Okay, that was all right. Okay. So having some type of resolution or some type of closure or whatever it is in this graphic novel, great. But, oh my gosh, I did not know that that was going to be the main focus of this graphic novel for literally 30% and the and the impetus to this i didn't i didn't know i mean maybe cuz i'm just thinking that well yes we want to kind of come to a conclusion to the whole Jen and West thing. Like, yeah, they're like a thousand years apart. Like he's, he's technically dead. Like, mm-hmm. how does that going to work? You know? 
totally up for how they solved that. But I didn't think that this was going to be Jen's sole purpose for living in this graphic novel. (laughs) That to me, I hate, like that was the problem with pink. And Mm -hmm. that's the problem with this graphic novel is that it is so heavily dependent upon my love for Wes. My lo- oh no, I cannot believe I let my judgment and all of these bubbles that are just so introspective. Like you barely heard her talk herself, and then when she did talk, I'm just like, who is this girl? I just it was. <sighs> That was my main problem. And I'll get to my second problem in a second because I want to let some other people talk. But please, what were your overall thoughts or your first pain point with this uh, with this graphic novel? Well, you hit the nail right on the head with me as far as like my main pain point. It was like I was literally reading someone's diary the entire time. And I'm just like, I can't take it anymore. I can't do this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was somebody's diary. If I me want to read one diary, my gaunt. Okay. Ooh, gonna... <laughs> Just bring it down. I'm going to bring it down. Bring it down. Just going to bring it down. Okay. Um, Spy, uh, what are some of the things that uh, you enjoyed? Uh, what were some of the things that enjoy- you enjoyed? Oh, yes. ooh, we have to go there? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed having a graphic novel that was not focused on the MMPR team. That was amazing. But let me tell you something, boy, did they <laughs> did they put in that Dragon Zord just to they, be like Yeah. They put in a lot of references in there too. Like they had that point where did they even say Zorna or they just said like Eltar. his name. Yeah, it was Eltar. Yeah, some yeah, yeah, somebody of Eltar. Mm-hmm, An Eltarian yeah. time traveler went back. So, yeah. I mean, they were trying very hard to connect this to MMPR. So, even I don't then, mind we didn't that, get though. With it. I mean, I, mean, I don't mind necessary. that. This was like Andros. Like, you don't need to shoehorn in an Eltarian time traveler. You, you, I didn't need to, you didn't need to show in that dragon sword like that, that. You didn't need to do that. Like, you just no. putting that in just because you want to put it in. Like, that wasn't necessary. I didn't mind the Eltar thing. I didn't, you know, it was just like, okay, it's just another species. You know what I'm saying? And then the little um, alpha robot at the end, alpha 55. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> was an abomination. That was an abomination. But high key, I kind of liked it. Like, there were some things I kind of liked with like, because that was a part of Hyperforce. So oh, is that right? I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I yeah, see. Yeah, Alpha 55 is a part of Hyperforce. So I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Okay. I never watched Hyperforce, so maybe there's a lot of uh, references to that that I didn't appreciate as well in yeah, this comic. Yeah, I didn't watch it in full. Yeah. As maybe <laughs> as I should. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and I literally... When I before I got in here, I said I'm gonna start off with the positives first and then get to the negatives. But I couldn't Is that help right? it. I couldn't There's help not it. a whole lot going on in the other it. category. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a positive. I'm gonna do a positive. Right. Okay. I appreciated the different the different art style. While I may not have. There's some decisions that I may not have made myself. 
I did appreciate that it was different. And I mean, for the most part, you could follow along. I mean, you know, with, with Wes, it was just like, okay, what color hair are you going to give him? Like, let's <laughs> pick a pick a one. Pick one. I know he don't change his hair that much. I know he's not a blonde. Like, let's just, come on. Come on, you guys. However, I appreciated the the art style, you know? So, so that I can, you know, I liked. I think mm-hmm. um, there were some, there was a couple of jokes in here. I'm just like, oh, that's funny, you know? When they I, were, I think when... it was. Go ahead. I think it was very true to the um, original series in which Jen, Wes, and Eric are the stars, and Katie, Tripp, and Lucas are the <laughs> on the back burner. <laughs> I appreciated that detail so very much. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Correct. You are. They are. They. 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 True to the canon that is the television show. Um, but I mean, we knew that going in. We did. Yeah. Although I think that, and but then the whole with Nadira coming into play, Nadira was a nice little shocker to me. You know. You liked it. I. I enjoyed her presence. Hmm. I enjoyed her presence. I did notice the parallels with her Jen and the the black time force ranger kind of being that trio of women going off and seeing what they can do to fix the situation and it's it was similar to Draken New Dawn with Kim Trini and Scorpina yeah you know so that that part there was a there was a part where I'm just like, okay, this is cool. Like I, I'm digging that it's the women. These women have to go and kind of solve the situation. And I understand how they use the time force, the rest of the time force team, to not bring them along that journey because they, in the many different timelines <laughs> that were severing and breaking up and jumping in one of those is you have the rest of the team thinking that Jen is a traitor. And so mm-hmm. I forgave them for not focusing on the rest of the team as much. Right. So I was like, okay, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. <laughs> I understand. I get it. So I thought that was interesting, right? I thought that was interesting. But do you think the uh, the jump for Nadira being some spoiled mob boss's daughter to a time travel expert, was that <laughs> believable? I liked her presence. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they could have done something different with her. <laughs> I didn't I feel, feel like she was supposed to be brought in for as like the authority on what's going on. <laughs> Let me okay. I'm trying to stick to the positives at first. Oh, right. so, okay. I okay. really am. <laughs> so um other positives here. The look of that black time force ranger. That's Hello. Cool. Hello. That was cool. I, I'm here for it. And that big old sword, that midnight sword, I'm here for that too. It's got you know, that little bendy yeah. Shinkinder action going on. You know what I mean? I'm here for it, right? She is definitely giving me Sephiroth from Final Fantasy. I love <laughs> okay. 
So, um, the way in which that they tried to, and it's been a while since I've seen Time Force, so mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. And please correct me, correct me. But the way in which that they tried to tie in Frax's story and the way how and how certain things were made, how the powers were made, how the the black chromomorpher was made, how the different experiments were made in order to tap into the morphing grid. See, morphing grid again, y'all. And all of that, right? I did like that idea of how Frax was a part of this whole scenario, right? He was Dr. Ferrix at one point. Then he presented his findings to the Time Force HQ. Time Force HQ said, ain't nobody got time for that. You better stop all the things that you're doing right now. We ain't doing that. Uh-uh, no, no way, no ma'am, no how, okay? And the doctor was just like, but really though? And so then, <laughs> and so then he became Frax, and I'm skipping over a whole bunch of points. I'm sick, you know, but he became Frax, joined Rancic, and then was just like, but really though? With Rancic. <laughs> and, and eventually when he got destroyed, was just like, had a backup plan to be like, but I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna like do what I want, you know? So I like that idea. I like how they tried to fit that in. It was interesting to me. I love those, right? Okay. What else? Um, uh, the actual identity of the Black Time Force Ranger. Um, how do you say her name? I just said Kira in my head. I said Kira in my head. Yeah, Kira. That's a lie. That's K Y R A. That can't be the way you say her name. Like I mean. It's like, futuristic. It's <laughs> there's Syra. I was saying I was saying Syra, Syra because Syra. you know there's Cypress. You know what I mean. So I'm like, okay, Syra. You know, Sai for sure. You know what, Sai? You know what? You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking sure. in my head. Um, I like how they they were able to have her come around in the end, right? I think that I, I I liked her I liked her character in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I like that way better. Uh and uh yeah. So there's that. Okay, I, I'm running out of stuff. So oh. uh, I'm gonna get to the other stuff now. The not so great stuff. I'll st- i I'm I'm in Syra, Kyra, Kira, whatever her name was. Okay. I'm in this realm, so I'll stay here. In the in the graphic novel, they decided that this black time force ranger is so mad with Jen. So mad. Wants to kill Jen. Wants to get rid of Jen. Jen's the problem. So mad. And it took about five billion pages till we found out who she was. And she was Alex Drake's sister. Okay? And she thought that it's Jen who killed her brother. Okay? Number one. 
y'all missed out on a great opportunity to name her Lexa. Opportunity missed. Hello, y'all love anagrams. So what's True. Alex? Lexa. You could have gone the Lexa route. You're like, oh, maybe that's too obvious. You know what? <laughs> You're obvious, McGee, all up in this comic, so you might as well make it permanent. So, okay, cool. But you know what? You know what? Sasa. All right, I'll call you Sasa. That's cool. Whatever. So, but the way in which that they portrayed her character was so one dimensional. Like, I, di- I, I didn't care. Like, you yeah. want me to care about her? About her losing her brother and blah, 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 it's all our fear. I mean, like, it was, just, it was just like zero to 100 with the rage. And then all the way back to zero in the turnaround of like, oh, my bad. Oh, you didn't kill him? Oh, okay, my bad. Like, like what? Yeah. And Brandon yeah. and I were talking a little bit earlier before the show started where in the show, Alex wasn't permanently dead. So... What is she mad about? <laughs> exactly. In her timeline, in her yeah, it's it's so weird because the 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 problem is that they believe they being Time Force HQ believes that since Jen is going back and forth between their uh their world and Silver Hills country, right? That that is what's messing with the timeline. That's messing with the um with time and space and 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 ruining a bunch of people's lives so he, you know he's alive one time he's dead and then he's then he's alive again but then he's dead again like the many times that she had to see him dead right whatever so but then it turned it was really frax who turned into fricks that's another <laughs> right so it was really it was really him right so it wasn't jen in a sense, or it was, but whatever. Paradox. It's fun. So, so like, I get it, right? I get that, like, homegirl's mad, but like, we don't, we're not able to go on that journey with her being mad. We just see her mad for like ages, and then in two pages, she's like, oh, I'm not mad no more. Okay, oh, really? Wasn't you? Okay, my bad. Like, you the whole thing was built upon like who's this black ranger you know so i just don't think the payoff was worth all the build up at all and it was okay okay all right anything else about this black ranger y'all want to say before i move on no (laughs) okay uh oh the i will i'm just slightly confused on when Jen encounters her in the end and she's like much older. I'm like, who is this? How does she get to be so much older than Jen when she comes back after she quote unquote corrects the timeline? Because it's a future, it's a future um Kyra, Syra, Kira, okay? It's a future one that's coming back to tell her, nah, actually we cool though. So here, I don't need this no more. I'm old, I'm tired, I'm done. Um, it's a wrap. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, so <laughs> number two. Number two of my gripes, Nadira. Okay. <laughs> she is being used as exposition girl. And I'm tired and sick of it. 
it's just yeah. like oh why is that okay let me okay girl let me break it down for you okay girl so like i mean i felt like it's as if like they needed to put on some pajamas and have some hot chocolates or whatever like oh girl you don't know let me tell you all right so like back in the day you know you know i was a little evil you know stuff happened or whatever cool, 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 cool. and then like like it just seemed like it was just exposition city for a whole bunch of this stuff and i'm just like there's no show there's no showing it's just telling and i'm like I, this is not this is not no no and she's completely the wrong character to be doing that you can't just bring back some spoiled girl and say oh yeah she's the expert in time travel because <laughs> she did it once <laughs> right like i get it they're kind of from like another timeline where maybe i don't know maybe she maybe she, she grew up as an expert in that timeline yeah maybe she wanted to better herself maybe she didn't want to be a spoiled brat you know like we have a whole dot not doctor director rancic so you know i i i, I kind of gave them a pass on that but the way in which they they used her being exposition city i it was too much it was too much it was too much for me so that was a problem for me uh let's see here what's another problem for me okay um the story (laughs) (laughs) the story again time travel not my favorite story but we're here so correct me if i'm wrong okay jen is still you know still part of time force you know still time forcing it up would go back in time in silver hills time to help the silver guardians and you know they still have that rapport right and jen is still shacking it up with with west right okay cool so then so now you have the the problem that the time force hq is like ah we don't like her going back in time like that so you need to make a decision and we're gonna make it for you because we know you like the time force so break up with the west okay okay and not even when she gets to go break up with the man is when the black ranger comes through tries to kill him and so now you have here her trying to now go back to her own home and the timeline has changed so much where now her own time force teammates think she's a traitor think so now everything's changing and now nadira comes in and then and then and then you're going back and forth between the 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 voiceovers and the introspectives with with jen and then there's introspectives with the black time force ranger who we don't know who is yet and all this stuff and then you're just like then they're going off into part of hq where there are chronal skips and and then and and then they're skipping through all this time and space and whatever and then there's like an outpost one that like they're like whoa that's outside of the time continuum and and where it is no time and (laughs) and then there's a paradox i mean it is i hate this story (laughs) 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 And I and I don't like using the word hate. I really don't. 
I just, it is everything about time travel that I really don't like. It's, it really, I mean, there was one part, there was like one panel where it's near the end where I think Jen is just like, okay, she breaks the, the, um, the, the black chronomorpher and she's like, okay, well this time we're done with this. We're going to solve problems on our own in our own timeline. We are done. Cut to, cut to having dinner with Wes at Outpost One, where she's like, this place, there is no future or past. It's just now we're together. You didn't find it romantic? (laughs) You just said, we're going to solve it on our own, deal with time on our own, and then you're like, but nah, though. Except for my love. There's no consequences here. <laughs> this is where literally this is where all the rangers can come and have a home base out of time and space. I'm like Oh my gosh. This right here, like like if this right I don't know what's the what's the term for it, where it's the it's it's the it's the it's the answer to everything. What's the term for that? Um, oh, um, I can't think. <laughs> it's just like it's it's because it's not a MacGuffin. It's not a MacGuffin. It's not Is a Deus the... Machina. I don't no. think it's that either. No, but it's just like here. Here's your master key to solve all your problems. This outpost one. I'm just like, girl, I, we're done. We're I'm I'm done. I'm done. This was the answer to solve the problem with they having their little romantic, romantical relationship. No, I want them to solve the issue that he is a thousand years younger than her. Solve that. And actually deal with the consequences. Have actual closure. Yeah, like either Jen has to go back or he has to be brought to the the future. And and call that a day. Yeah, we have to deal with those ramifications. Exactly. (laughs) But then you have this 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 get out of jail free card out here that y'all just made up. Like it's mm-mm, mm-mm. like that to me. I was just I'm just like I cannot with the sap and this ending. They had the nerve to end it on that. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was so mad. You know, because it just and not to knock fan fiction because you know a lot of writers who be writing stuff now came from the fan fiction days and you know they be writing stuff but it really sounded like bad fan ficky it really did and I'm like ugh somebody else talk I can't somebody else talk (laughs) and even on that last page they're like looking out at a starry field with like all these planets and stuff like there's this whole universe living in this place where there's no time right right like there's just just that whole ending alone just like from from the time basically when Nadira just kind of just come in and just starts like being the exposition I feel it's just the moment where it just starts literally starts sliding off the scale going into like the deep sea of the oblivion like it's just like what is happening at this point and it's just like that whole ending, it just, I feel like it literally gives the the West Gen fans 
that like that moment of like, oh my god, they're together. Oh my god. But it's the I did like the the process of getting there was just so like what? So <laughs> so, so they're just gonna live there forever? Is that what it is? Like right. what are they doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? You're not they're just gonna, they're you're just not, live there with Alpha 55 forever. You're not. <laughs> so you didn't really solve a problem. You did it. No. It's just, it's just, it, is, it is beyond. It is beyond, okay? Beyond. Okay. So can we talk about can we talk about Dr. Ferrix slash Frax slash Fricks? <laughs> can we talk about it? First of all, <laughs> I'm like I'm like you going back. I'm like um spy going back to the original going back to earlier. The idea I, I also was kind of a little annoyed with the whole Eltarian thing. I that just didn't that just didn't hit for me. Um and then that whole thing of just him just like being the mastermind of everything. And like his story to me, I know you guys were like saying the whole thing about Nadira and stuff, but his story to me was the most confusing. Mm. Cause I'm like all of this stuff that they're saying that he did, I'm just like, it's I guess for me, I'm still thinking of in terms of the show. And I'm like, some of the stuff is still show, and then some of it is just like, I'm like, I don't know where to place any of this stuff. So it's just kind of it was it was just so confusing for me. I'm like, uh okay. lived a full and rich life. <laughs> right. I'm like, and that's not what happened. So what <laughs> happened in the show? What happened to Frax in the show? So basically, like, Frax in the show, if I can remember correctly, he basically was a doctor who found Rancic when Rancic was, like, low and down on his luck, you know, in, in, the, in the ghettos, in the, you know, the ghettos <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of, the, of the year 3000. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and he found him and he was all, you know, oh, my God, dying. And he nursed him back to health, and he also helped cure him with the whole Venomax thing. Right. And, you know, he helped him get back together. But then, like, apparently he was working on this this thing, this project, and then it blew up on him and it killed him. Well, not killed him, but it, like, basically messed him up. Mm -hmm. And then he repaired himself. Or am I thinking about Dino Thunder? Uh, I, I'm getting confused now. They might have stole it. <laughs> yeah, they could have stole it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, basically he rebuilds himself and turns himself into Frags. Mm -hmm. And then so and when, what ended up happening to Frags at the end of the show? At the end of Time Force, like that he he's piloting that big Zord and then that little crystal thing that was destroying the two that was merging the two worlds merging the two times or whatever that crystal ends up becoming neutralized by um the the um q-rex and wes shooting the um the blaster it ends up becoming neutralized and then his crystal explodes and then he ends up falling apart i see i see so what I gleamed from the graphic novel is that 
they were trying to it seems like they were trying to fill in what the show was you know right so that you had dr ferrix doing all these experiments initially for time for 6q doing mm. all this stuff uh all the commanders and stuff were like ah nah though and then knowing that that was not happening then you see Ferrix trying to help um, Rancic and bringing him back to life and all those other things, right? And then then that whole thing with the Rancic and the blob, we saw it on the show, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. When Frax is no more, the sentient being, which is Dr. Ferrix, is sent to this Outpost 1 to have a backup robot where that is Frix and Frix with Dr. Ferrix inside of Frix is now being like, I'm going to continue. I'm going to finish what job I wanted from all the way back, all the way when I was working with the time force crew. I'm going to, I'm and, and these timelines and stuff, I got to fix all of them because this is not what it's supposed to be. I ain't supposed to be dead. Uh, uh, you know, all this other stuff. I'm just, now I'm just like, you know, extrapolating from that. So that part of it, I'm just like, this is interesting to me. Cool. I like this part, but, uh, <laughs> fricks though, fricks though, uh, all this build up for Fricks, man, and he gets knocked out with a one-two punch, though. <laughs> like, let me, let me, let me, let me just make sure, okay, that I got this no. correct. Okay, no, he does. Yeah, yeah. Jen just a, like runs over and mollywops him, and one-two punch. We are at literally pages seventy-nine and eighty. <laughs> Till we see Fricks at this outpost one. And and Fricks, though, he gets a hold of the Kyra Cyrus, Kira, whatever her name is, and he was just like, All right, well listen, uh I, I'm I'm strong enough to get rid of you, so you go. And so she is <laughs> thrown into like prehistoric times without her morphers, so like that's a problem. And and Jen was like, uh, no, son, I'm not having that. Molly Wop's done. He's, it's called, it's a, it's, it's, it's a wrap. And yeah, it was a one-two punch on one, on one panel. That was it. That's the buildup. That's the buildup. And then Jen realizing, wait a minute. It was all my fault. It's a paradox. Her morpher is right here right here at outpost one so that means i have to get her morpher to to the prehistoric no i have to go back in time when she was alive with alex and give her her morpher so that this doesn't happen again this i must do this okay i wonder if i can do it by myself without having to have a ship transport me all right i guess i can because that's what we established in this comic Mm. yeah that's how we solve the problem that's how everything gets solved that's how everything gets solved 
And that's yeah. how it all started because it's a paradox. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so deep. <laughs> I, I'm going to quote Jen Scott's oh. I hate time travel. <laughs> You're in the wrong business, honey. So, yeah. I, it, one of the last things that annoyed me and it's a little bit of annoyance right it's it's less less annoying than the actual story and the plot of this of this comic but uh but yeah jonathan custis i really didn't enjoy how everybody kept being called by their first and last name jonathan custis oh that's right i forgot that they did that in this comic i did too <laughs> I mean, when you're traveling throughout a thousand years of history, you got to keep things correct. Even when <laughs> you're going on a, yeah, <laughs> even when you're going out on a date, Jonathan Custis, you always have to say the person's first and last name, Jonathan Custis. <laughs> Brandon Damone? Do you go by Damone? Damone, uh, actually. Damone. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Brandon Damone. Um, yeah, if you didn't realize, that is what how everybody was talking as if they just saw each other for the first time, Brandon Damone. <laughs> well, I mean, they they had to be formal because they were they were talking to each other in form, I guess formal formats, Lisa J. Look, Brandon Amone, I don't think that they were really that formal because even when you're comforting somebody in their quarters, trying to pep them up, Brandon Amone, you don't mention them by their first name all the time, Brandon, because I already know who I'm talking to, Brandon. So why would I have to say your name again, Brandon? Because you just want to make sure that you're talking straight to me, Lisa. That's but right. if I'm the only person in the room, Brandon, who else would I be talking to, Brandon? <laughs> I just have to say that one positive about this whole ultra-specific nature of how they speak in Time Force is that we finally established that Silver Hills is in the great state of Washington. Yes. I thought we knew that already. Well, I mean, I it was supposed to be like in the show Bible or something, but it's never been in the mm. show. I see. Yeah, because I always thought that Silver Hills was in LA, like, like everybody else. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it certainly looks LA. They got those palm trees I mean, in front of the clock yeah. tower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was definitely filmed in, filmed in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. But... <laughs> and that means we're just a yellow Mustang ride away from Turtle Cove. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh oh my goodness this graphic novel i had so, like man we've had a few graphic novels now mm -hmm. and uh some more favorite than others and man i don't know how to i don't know where to put this i do Oh, really? <laughs> right <at the> bottom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I notoriously, I wasn't a fan of Soul of the Dragon. Like, I didn't really care for it, right? Mm -hmm. But then I have, but then reading this, 
I was intrigued more to read this than Soul of the Dragon. Yeah. And it disappointed me more than Soul of the Dragon, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, so there, there is this, I, I am... I am I am more let down by this than I was of Soul of the Dragon because I, fe- I pretty much know what we pretty much know what we were expecting with Soul of the Dragon, right? Um, and I was a little bit let down with that too because it was a Kyle Higgins joint, and I know he can write better than that, and that was not his best work. So, but right? this... and Trey Moore was involved in the story with this one. I was looking forward to it. I was like, oh, oh it's going to be so great. Mm. Yeah, he did yeah. such good stuff for the annuals. I love his stuff. Maybe he should just write his own. Things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Again, I, I don't want to completely come down on the writer on this. I just don't think that this was the avenue to which would show his talents. And because it was, it was a little bit all over the place. It didn't show me how to feel for the characters and and what they were going through, uh, especially a female-led comic where I'm supposed to feel more than just she's in a relationship. It fell into that trap of she's in a relationship and that's the driving force. And... Yeah, it it was just not, it was not great. It was not great, Mm-mm. and I'm Mm-mm. I'm I'm kind of bummed because time forces. I was like, yes, it's not Mighty Morphin. I can't wait. Oh, this is great. And yeah. and I was hesitant. I was just like, oh, they're gonna focus on their love. Uh, okay. Well, maybe that will just be like a a B plot and not an A plot. But this was. It was the A B C D E F G plot. <laughs> yeah, and then what? I guess for me it was that, and then also too what I guess what the biggest stinger was for me is that it was still it was all about Jen, but yet it still felt like Wes had like it still felt like Wes was still kind of like that thing hovering over the story like yeah it's about you but in actuality <laughs> we got over here which this is really you know centered around so it still ends up feeling like a male driven story even though a female is a woman is driving it yeah it's the the driving force is male centered it's male centered it's pretty that's pretty that's pretty much it I mean, they try to end, they try to put in like, you're going to be destroying people's lives if you keep going back to the past. I'm just like, but really though, they she don't care. <laughs> exactly. She don't care. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for me, this does rank a little, man, I don't know. Like, does it rank a little lower for me than Soul of the Dragon because it was more of a disappointment? Or does it rank a little higher for me because there they is tried. more to <laughs> yeah. read into it and they really did try? I'm not saying that Soul of the Dragon <laughs> didn't try, but I think 
you know, uh, it got, a, I mean, Solar Dragon did get a little lazy. It, it did. It did. But this really actively wasn't trying to be lazy. It just it was just actively, it was just a lot. It took on too much, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Once you get into time travel, it's like, oh, you got to be careful. But I'm yeah. sorry. How do, but there were so many pages of back and forth that I am like, it does, is this necessary for this scene? Is it necessary? Why is this going on so long? What is going on here? I, I it just it felt to me like if you're gonna have eighty something pages for this graphic, yeah, novel, three of them didn't need to be in that sushi restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like it just seemed like the pacing was a little off, and I yeah. did like the banter back and forth between her and a commander, and I think maybe that was a little short, you know, a little bit. Um, but then, like, he did come back to be like, i stop you right there. It was weird. It, it just, the pacing, I don't know. It was, but it was a lot of exposition that bogged down the story. And unfortunately, when you have to depend upon a lot of exposition, that is where the story gets, um, that's when the story is not able to flourish as much as it should, you know? So, because you're not you're not really showing anything, you're just telling us what's going on. And in fact, I thought I thought for a moment that this might have done better if it were an actual novel, and if it were able to have a little bit more breathing room, so that we're mm. able to care about these characters a little bit more than, ooh, new characters angry. Why is she angry? Well, we don't know yet. She's angry, or. You know, like, why, if I'm a new fan to this franchise, why do I care about Jen and Wes's love? What what about them do I care? You know? Right. Like, I don't, like why do I care about these two people? Uh, or why are, why do we have Eric, who was there for, like, all of, I don't know, three pages and have two lines? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, there's certain things I'm just like, maybe it would have been better as a novel. And not a graphic novel, so that there are more pages to kind of flesh out some things. But what? And then, and then you have the, and then you have time travel on top of that, girl. Ooh, child. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right answer or not. I have no idea. But this ain't it. This ain't it. So if, for me, if if somebody was going out there to be like, oh, should I read that graphic? Nah, you can skip it. Don't. I, no, it's fine. I'm glad that they try to put a little hyperforce in there, you know. Like I'm glad that yeah, they kept nice that they alive. Build the universe, yeah. I'm glad, but I love. Yeah, yeah. There was same. barely anything about hyperforce. Barely, it was just like hyperforce yeah, I training. never saw the show, so I don't understand what hyperforce is. What they're trying to do with those characters, I don't know anything. Yeah. So it. Yeah. Mm, well, for the little uh, bit that was there as far as like with the hyperforce I, I i did enjoy some of it because you did see a little bit of the time like you know you saw like the emblem the hyperforce emblem and like it was mentioned a couple times and then like i said you had the alpha 55 so i mean some of the stuff was cute but i was just like yeah i thought that there was going to be actual hyperforce train in I thought so too. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for like a cult, like at least a couple of Hyperforce characters to pop in or something, or you know something like that. But nah, nothing. 
Well, uh, hate to end on this note, but we got to because that's what we were given. <laughs> <laughs> so we're given. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I just wish it was a better graphic novel, and I just wish we were coming with better, um, be- a better review. I mean, yeah. like I, mean, I, I think our review is great, but I mean, we're great. Not this. Uh, I just felt bad because I know that like a lot of people, they were really excited to work on this property and to work especially in time for us. And so I, I hate to be that person being like, but nah, though, like, but nah, though, like, <laughs> like this is a chop. <sighs> so. So what's the next franchise that we want to see as a graphic novel? Mm. I think SPD's next because they—that's the—that's the—that's the tier that they like to stay in, right? All the space, all the space stuff. <laughs> find out what JJ's this is up true. to. <laughs> find out what JJ's up to this one. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, that was. That's right. Oh, that wasn't Soul of the Dragon. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so then we gotta move on to the on to the next. Dino Thunder, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we've had enough graphic novels without Tommy. Let's bring them back. <laughs> Let's bring them back. Class reunion. Class reunion. <laughs> Kira with a new song. Oh, <laughs> Will she though? 